See, this is the real secret of life, to be completely engaged with the here and now. Everybody wants to fulfill the highest, truest expression of yourself. It, it, it was all a dream. Today is about the power of you. You've now entered the Human Derrick Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by HydroCore World. What is that? It's a world. It's a world. Fitness world. That's what it is. They've got products. They've got projects as well. Uh, one of the products, for example, the HydroCore bag by Onnit. Super cool way to uh, really move your body, stay in super good shape. I'm not doing it justice at all. It's an unconventional tool if you're familiar with unconventional fitness. If you're not, Definitely encourage checking it out. And one of their projects that is really on my radar as something super special uh, is the Hydro Reach Project, where uh, proceeds, resources, and energy is going into help people get better access to water all over the globe uh, through products that have been invented by the really the founder of the organization, uh, Mauricio. Uh, he's been on the podcast before, super incredible guy. So check it out, the Hydro Reach Project. And you can find a lot more information on their website, which is hydrocore, H-Y-D-R-O-C-O-R-E dot world. In fact, they've uh, teamed up with the Human Fit Project and have a really, really cool fitness expo in this beautiful amazing town in Italy coming up soon. I'm not sure if there's spots available, but you can go over to their website and find out more. Now that's hydrocore.world, H-Y-R, right? H-Y-D-R-O-C-O-R-E, hydrocore.world, tons of cool stuff. Uh, go check them out. We've also got another sponsor, which is coffee. Mm, this podcast is fueled by coffee. Life is fueled by coffee. For some of us, I just love it. The bean juice, as it's been referred to so often. There's some really cool stuff over at shadylion.com. S-H-A-D-Y-L-I-O-N.com. Shadylion.com. They've just dropped some new roasts, some roasts, mm, some Brazilian coffee. Oh, so good, Brazilian coffee some Ethiopian, some flavored coffee. I know there's some Hawaiian roasts in the works, some of that what they're calling La Jolla vibe stuff going on, as well as new merchandise. And it seems like there have been some really cool brand partnerships as well where you can get access to uh, other brands through Shady Lion. So doing some really incredible stuff, ShadyLion.com, S-H-A-D-Y, L-I-O-N, like a lion, rar.com. Today's episode, Francesca. Uh, man, this episode is just really awesome. She is just a, a really incredible person. Um, an immigrant from Italy to Southern California, has been here for years, worked really, really hard to, you know, pave her way in a foreign country. We talk about Jesus and dating and all kinds of good stuff in this episode. So enjoy the show. You like these coasters? 
<laughs> oh, you grab, I agree. You I, I have a lot of those. I collect them, Beacons. but from the bars, not this one. Oh, the this one in paper from the bar. This bars. was a gift for Christmas. Someone thought it would it's be good. funny for the pot because it's mean. Don't fuck up the table. It's no, it's good because I'm gonna put my phone on silent. I hope that worked perfectly. <laughs> it's your perfect tools for the videos. So you know you love this thing. <laughs> You know you love it. You made fun of it so much. Okay. Oh, it's connected already. Okay. I knew it. Should I give up on it? No. Okay, you want to record like horizontal or vertical? I was going to try to get some video. Yeah, but how you want to... All right. So it only took us an hour to make coffee and try to set up a phone. So we're doing good. We're right on track. We only fell out of one chair. And life is good. Um, how are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm super good. I haven't seen you in like two days, so I feel yeah. like I'm... Oh, hi. Hi, everybody. <laughs> My name is Francesca, by the way. They'll <laughs> uh, figure that part out. Has your name all over the uh, all over the episode title, so um, awesome. Well, That's welcome back. Thank you. Yeah, you're, this is your second time yeah, on here. Second one after a year, I guess. After a year, do yes. you feel like? I know last time. Um, by the way, you're doing good. I'm gonna just make one comment, and it is yeah. You can like I wiped it. It's clean, so you can get all up in it. Okay. But uh, before the last time we did an episode i remember you your english is really good but i remember you talking about your english do you feel like you're like you're even better now yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm not sure i still have a broken english though yeah I mean, you know and yeah. the accent yeah it's whatever so. but i mean you because uh, it's good to be able to describe mm -hmm. you know what we want to get across on your you're very good at that so thank you i like how you're like nah in the last year i've worked on a lot of things but not my english <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I have a lot of Italian clients and I'm talking with my friends or family, not almost every day, but a lot of time every week while on the phone. So I'm still talking Italiano sometimes. I'm so confused. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. one of the things about here is that when someone moves here, you can find, you know, your people. And uh, I, know, I know a lot of Brazilian folks that come and they're like, oh, I have to meet more, you know, English speaking friends because I'm around my Brazilian friends. I just speak Portuguese all the time and I'm not learning yeah, the they, language. They, are, they actually have a different mentality, at least different from me because they hang out um, with a Brazilian community. Almost every day they work together, they go to school together. I immediately avoid that type of behavior since I moved here. I was like, I don't want to be around Italian and talking Italian because otherwise what makes sense to move in another country? I was like, no, I want to learn English and the culture and the American people. So what I should hang out know, with Italian. And uh, yeah, sometimes when I see the uh, Brazilian community or other community, I'm like, why? I mean... You know, no, it doesn't make sense to me. Just because mm -hmm. I like to learn, I like to uh, explore and travel and learn new uh, things from people. So that's my point of view, of course. And I like it. <laughs> How long have you been here now? Uh, four years enough. Four years. Yeah. In November, we'd be five years. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I hear a lot of different things about 
you know, people being able to stay here when they're from another country. I'm going to check the audio there. Okay, cool. Um, how's that process been for you? Yeah, it's not, it's not that easy. It's, it seems easier at the beginning because, of course, you're super excited. And I was, you know, everything was new. So I, I just thought, okay, now I'm going to do this, this and that, and I will be fine. I will find a, a job as always. I always, you know, it always works out with me, uh, even in the challenges um, times. But now that I'm here after four years, and uh, because I came here with the visa students, mm. and the visa students all expired, right? So they gave me five years when I did an interview on the American embassies, which is good. It's a, a long period of time because they never, they never gave that long. Maybe like one year, two years, they gave me five years. I have no idea why, <laughs> but it works. So, and um, so now I'm always, I'm almost there. And um, fortunately, I work. I regularly work. I am uh, a project manager and a boxing uh, coach in a non-profit organization, which is that they have a, a boxing gym. And um, uh, so they hire me. I'm working for them. And uh, I was be able to, to have the um, uh, employment card. So I'm regular on August. No, it's not what? working. I, oh, I think myself. I messed up your... Okay, yeah, that, that one, one was better, yes. Okay, That's just, it's the headphone Sorry. volume. I'm like playing with it. Sorry, I pressed the wrong one. <laughs> there was something You did a weird. good job of staying focused, too. And I'm like... <laughs> I was yeah. like, I can't hear anything anymore. Oops. So, so yeah, I had this employment card, but um, it's not that long. I had just one year. It's almost expired that, too. In August, it's going to be gone. Because being a student is... Fun, but also hard, uh, because since I have a visa students at the beginning, I wasn't I wasn't able to work. It's not you're not supposed to work. You had to be a student. You had to have enough money, saved money, to live in the U.S. And uh, and now that I have an employment card, it's just uh, one year. And then w what I should do after that? I mean, I'm regular. I study. I graduated. I did. Um, my master in sport management, so, and there are a lot of, and you think about it, there are a lot of illegal people, they, they're happy, they, they're here, they're working, maybe they don't pay taxes or stuff like that, and, and now I'm, I'm discouraged a little bit because, yes, I can apply, because my, my job, they sponsor me, fortunately, I can apply for change with the visa work. But after COVID, when the COVID hit, everything changed, right? Like a lot of things changed, um, um, the price uh, raised for almost everything. Um, and so it's the same for, for um, the government taxes and fee. And um, I had to participate on the things that they call a lottery, so to change the visa from the visa students to visa work, now you had to apply and participate of this lottery, which is means in all the US, they gave it just a certain number of visa, mm -hmm. and they pick people randomly. Like, you apply to, the, to this lottery, and that's it. And then you have to wait and cross the fingers and hopes that they pick you. And if they pick you, it's like, yes, it's, I'm happy, and I can go forward, and I can stay in US, but it's not really like that. It's, there is another 
part of the medal, which is not really fun because you have to spend a lot of money. It's not just they give you the visa work because you earn it, right? So you have to pay the lawyer because there are a lot of other papers and, I don't know, other application and fee. So you have to pay uh, the attorney and then you have to pay the government fee. Nothing's free. And it's almost like 10,000 bucks or something. So you're, you're, you're right at that point that you're happy that you won the lottery, but then is that worth it to spend so much money for the visa work in this country that is actually not really encourage you and help you to stay? Mm -hmm. you're still an immigrant you're you're nothing basically for the america for the u.s because you're still an, an immigrant you're not part really part of the community which is sad and and is yeah give me like a little bit sadness and um less hope than before than when i moved here because i thought it was different and um so no i don't know i'm this point of my life then i don't know what to do right like I apply for the for the lottery, and uh, I'm, la I'm let's say I'm lucky because I have a job, so um, that is, they sponsor me. So it's something um, they give me a little bit more, uh, yeah, let's say hope, and um, because they can help me, um, and also because I have a master, um, is a point. A master's degree. Yeah, it's master's degree. It's something. Yeah. They can help the process because not everybody, not all the people, maybe they have a degree, but not a master degree though. So they should give you like the priority to win the lottery. But I'm not really understand because if it's the lottery, they, I don't think they're going to check um, hundreds and thousands of people in all the U.S. to say, okay, uh, she has a master, she doesn't, he has a master, he doesn't. No, she's cool, she's working for a non-profit organization or whatever, right? They're just they, It's a lottery. So it's... I don't know. I don't know. I really I don't know what to think. I don't really know what to do. Um, and the visa work is for three years. So after three years, you still have to, you know, to, do, to, to go through another process and maybe other money. And if I want to change the job, let's say I want to change the job. And they send me this visa work with already the non-profit organization, um, I could say, like, um, the information about them, you know, the, the address, uh, what is uh, my job about. And what if I want to change the job? I would change the state, you know? Mm. So it's really challenging, and you're gonna have to really stick to one thing. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> no. It's not me. No, I don't want to do that. Right? I mean, I mm. want to still feel free to eventually change either the job or the state. Um, but uh, it seems like you have to be rich or something. When did you know when the when it changed to a lottery? Has it always been like that? Um. Right after COVID, so I think it's two, three years, two years now. Yeah, that wasn't like that before. Before, if you want to change with the visa work, you had to have a job that sponsor you. So yeah. that means that you have to be fundamental, you have to be special, you have to give something to the U.S. that another American person can give to the, to the States. But now is either if you have a sponsor or not, you still have to pass through the lottery, and then, I don't know, they figured it out. I hear this a lot, actually. It's really interesting because when you think about our politics in the U.S., 
um, traditionally people will think of the left side of the politics, like the Obama administration and Biden, and they'll think of them as being more immigrant friendly because that's what they advertise. Mm-hmm. Um, the, there's a lot of data, though, that shows that like Obama and Biden, that they have uh, way more strict policies on legal immigration and so it's interesting, right, that they changed it to a lottery when there was a, a formal process that the the Republican, the right, you know, uh, party had in place. So that is, I mean, it's uh, it seems a little more wild and random versus something that you can have more hope for. I think that's my still my thought, my point of view, because I don't really know uh, much about polit- politics, especially here in the U.S., but the common between these states, this country, and another country is they want to make money, right? They just, they just want to make money, and they uh, start, because after the COVID, as an excuse to change the rules, to change um, the way how they were acting before. And, and, and any other, uh, many other things changed the COVID, if you think about it, Man, many other things. So... Um, this is just another one, and because they have a lot of immigrants or a lot of people that they want to move here in the U.S. and work in the U.S. or take advantage of the, of the U.S., I don't know, whatever, but they want to be here, and I think they want to keep this, the, the country safe. Mm-hmm. They just try everything to push you out, you know, so... Yeah, it's... By the way, most most people that grow up in the U.S. don't know very much about U.S. Mm. politics. It's really funny. Um, There's all kinds of, if you want, by the way, I don't know if I I gave you one of these before, but I have these little booklets. One of them is the Declaration of Independence, Mm -hmm. if you're curious. Yeah, so if you want one, I'll give you one before you go. But uh, I think Oscar, you know Oscar, I think he gave me one of those or something about a book about it, and that led me to get those little booklets. because, yeah, if you really try to dig into the nuances of politics, uh, most people don't understand it. So you well, are not. Well, they a- don't want you to understand. Mm. That's the point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, have you ever heard of gerrymandering? N- no. So gerrymandering is this thing that they do every so often where they redraw the lines mm-hmm. for uh, voters so that they can basically... I mean, there's still uh, probabilities and things obviously change in voting, but for the most part, design states and counties to get specific results. So if they know a bunch of people will vote, you know, blue or red, Democratic or Republican, uh, they'll try to draw the lines to get a Democratic person elected. So it's it's really kind of wild. A lot of U.S. politics over time... Um, there's still really good checks and balances, but what would be considered corruption in other countries, we have just designed them in a way that seem really intelligent so that, like you said, most people can't understand it, and it's like legal uh, manipulation. Or, you know, when you look at lobbying, that's just another form of corruption at this point. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, what, I mean, it sounds like you, you really want to be here, though. Yeah, I would like to have a chance to at least to be here like as a, any other uh, human beings because it seems yeah. like there is this big division between American and immigrant, which I don't know. I don't understand why you guys are calling the U.S. 
freedom country, like where you want to little be try to do everything, but it seems like it's just applied to you guys and then mm. all the other people they have big restriction and is makes everything difficult for us to stay. Uh, even like, for example, now I'm changing a little bit. Um, not the topic, but a line, because even like having a find a friends, find a friendship or relationships here, there is so there are so many difference in cultures and attitude and behavior that we have. It's really difficult to try to be close to you guys. Like I don't know if it's <laughs> us, I don't know if it's us or you, but yeah, it's really difficult uh. because you have your circle <laughs> of friends, mm -hmm. and it's almost impossible to go inside the circle of friends or. You, make you an appointment or yes let's do this and that together and then you guys disappeared or you're not reply mm. or the messages or what. I don't know it's, it's really like any type of relationship I'm trying to have like even a really like love relationship it's, it's difficult it's, it's well, really difficult it's a couple things too one is it, it is cultural in terms yeah. of independence right the the second thing is somebody sent me this this clip from a show I don't know what the show is but uh, it was like a, a, a you know, immigrant-style kid or someone going, this is supposed to be the most free country in the world. What the heck is going on? And the dad or whoever the adult figure goes, you caught us at a bad time. <laughs> so there's a bunch of different things. What, what you're talking about, too, in terms of you need an appointment to get together, that's super real because the U.S. is very driven off of, like, the entrepreneur mindset and, you know, routine and regiment and all of these things that are, some of them are based in kind of like the founding Puritan beliefs, you know, um, you're, you're super right in a sense that there is a, a style or a belief system with some people that, you know, it's for us that we're born here and not for others, which is super strange because the people whose land this was, you know, they don't, they have less rights in a lot of ways than, the, you know, not, I'm an immigrant technically, right? If you go back enough generations. So it is very, very strange how people take ownership over things, but there is a, I think most people operate off of fear. So sometimes the mindset I believe is more of a fear of resources or fear of, you know, things that are different. So like they're familiar with someone who maybe was born here and talks a certain way. And if it's different, they get frustrated or they don't understand it. And I think that's just people in general because you can find that a lot of places. Yeah, but if you think about it, like the, another big difference between here and my country is that everybody are like seems like this is why I had, I wait, let's say I wait four years to really understand the the american culture because if you think about it you, you walk around like you work by yourself or you with friends whatever happened and everybody's friendly say hi how are you mm. and whatever and you don't know each other you're just walking on the street and they ask you how are you but why should you ask me how i am if we don't know each other and <laughs> and what what you what what is supposed me to say to you that i don't know that I don't know you, and also everybody reply 
oh, I'm fine, thank you, I'm, I'm good. It's always, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, but it's not, because what is, you're not good at that moment, and you try to <laughs> start the conversation and argument. They don't give a fuck. They don't, they don't want to hear from you. It's just a formal thing. So just, and just when you say hi, but you also add our you. And then for us, for me, it's, it's different, because we don't do that. Like, it's completely different. It's completely the opposite. Maybe we don't give a, um, uh, attention or interest to people that they work in front of us or um, if something happened that you don't really be attached to that person. But, but yes, after, that's come after. We are all really open to make new friends mm -hmm. and, uh, and, uh, and understand people and help each other, which is different from here. There is, come at here dinner, is like sit around the table, get to know each other. Yeah, we organize yeah. even on um, kickboxing classes, uh, my boxing classes back in Italy. We organize dinners together with the group, with the team, at least three or four times per year. Uh, we, we go to drink together, we hanging out together, because you work out together. You punch yourself, you kick yourself. I mean, you, you, each other together almost every day if you commit to go to the gym, right? So... It's kind of already a, a friendship and a relationships into the gym. Why not go outside of the gym and have a drink together, right? And keep talking and know each other. But here, it's not, it's not like that. I think it's a, it's a couple things. Kind of going back to the relationship thing before I go yeah. there. There's, this, uh, there's measurements on like productivity for countries. And the U.S. is considered, you know, the most productive country on the planet right now, right? And so when you think about people just like scheduling things and doing this and that, um, there is this sense of like drive. If you look at a country like China, like they've been doing that now too, and you can see all their indicators are pushing them towards a more productive country. So I think part of that is just the, the desire to produce, 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 produce. And that is a very strong thing in the U.S., although the last couple of years it's been a little bit different. People have been spending more time with family, friends, and we're getting back mm -hmm. into that mode of, of going. I wonder, though, because you talked about people not responding and kind of the, the ghosting culture. That is very cultural right now. Are you Do you find that, is that not happening, you know, in other places that you've been visiting? Well, I didn't really live for so long in other places that I can tell that. Um, I'm just comparing this country with my country. Yeah. Um, for example, I live just for a few months in, in England and in Dublin, and there is different too. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they, they, they are kind of similar. <laughs> so, <laughs> mm -hmm. At some point of view, they are kind of similar, really picky. They don't really give um, um, emotions to the new people. They don't really um, be uh, open mind with the new people. They're very restrict, especially with the language. In mm -hmm. England, they are terrible. Like the British English, even you guys, if you go in England, you cannot talk with them because they're so big. <laughs> you wanna, they want you speak a perfect British English. Otherwise, they're kidding you and they think they don't understand. But they, they understand what you're mm -hmm. saying. But they just don't want to show that to you. So it's, it's different too. Um, but yeah, it happens to me a couple times that we give with friends, either like uh, women and guys, I'm not talking about guys only, like uh, uh, an appointment. And then on the last minutes, they were like, they, they don't show up and maybe you call them or text them and they were like, 
well, you didn't uh, confirm with me. Mm. I don't have to confirm. I confirmed <laughs> the day that I gave you the appointment because for me, loyalty is very important. So um, I'm respectful and I'm loyal. So if I'm saying I will be there the day at the time, I will be there. Otherwise, it's really something happened. I'm calling you and I'm telling you way before that I cannot make it, right? It yeah. seems like there is not a big respect or just because it's used to do for you guys. So you don't think that I'm another from another country and then I can be, you know, feel that you hurt my feelings in that way or something. I, like, I, I wouldn't don't take think that too personally because I think that's a San Diego thing too. That mm, took me a while to okay, adjust. Okay. Yeah. It's California. You picked a very funny, funny spot when it comes to, especially, I mean, San Diego specifically, right? Because uh, even before I lived here, I lived in Northern California mm-hmm. and we would set a time and everybody would show up. And I came okay. here and I really do believe it took me a couple years to adjust because I like I stopped planning things on Saturday mm-hmm. afternoon. I don't make plans with anybody on Saturday afternoon anymore because most times when I did, it would change. And I shouldn't say ever, but I would find like we'd have plans. Okay, we're going to go to the Del Mar races, you know. Okay, we'll all get together at 1130, grab lunch. And the very first time I did that, it was like, I was ready to go at 11. I'm like getting ready to go meet. And then the group text starts going off. Hey, we're going to do this and go over here first and meet us over here. And like everything changes all the time. I'm like, what is, and that happened to me so many times. I'm like, what is going on? I do believe part of it's the weather because, right, you even said when you got here, like, whoa, there's different weather where I was at than coming in here. So I think people's mood changes sometimes and they're like oh, i think i'm just gonna go to the beach okay but just let me know what i had yeah. to wait for you that's oh. why you text me that before are you are we still for 2 p.m i was I like yes wanna, i was checking on time too is it gonna be 2 30 is she gonna come early because some people come early but yeah I, I used to never do that it was like i would set the time and then i just expect people to show up but i do check on something see but it's about i understand that santiago maybe is different I don't know. It's, I'm, they're more chill than the other states. They're more like, everything is slow here. <laughs> they're like, relax. <laughs> but it's still about respect. How mm, your family mm. raised you, right? Like, it's, it's just respect. If, if you give me an appointment <laughs> and you can't, you're so absolutely free to deny or to change or to reschedule. But just let me know because I'm waiting for you. Have you have you spent any time in some of the southern states like Kentucky, Georgia, Tennessee? Tennessee, yes, I've been in Nashville, but for ten days. Okay. You, did you did you think it was uh, more like what you're used to in terms of people being open and like more uh, relational? I really know. At that time, I was with the guy, and you know, just with the guy, and uh, so yeah. I didn't really can I, see it. This I, I would, details. I've been getting a chance to work with a lot more people from Kentucky, specifically Tennessee, from uh, Ohio, just from places like that. And it does remind me of that kind of old school, what you would think, like everybody's, they want to build that relationship and be really nice and polite to each other. You hear sir and ma'am and miss. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. maybe it's just a, a regional thing right now where some places in the U.S. are a little more, I mean, it's like, you know, New York, for example, or L.A. When you go to New York, it's like this. Yes, yes. You know, so I think yes. you're just in a you're in a very particular place in San Diego, especially when it comes to the idea of relationships and 
showing up to things. Yeah, I'm <laughs> realizing this now. I mean, it, it took me like four years because, you know, <laughs> but it's okay. Better later than never. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, maybe I will change, you know, maybe I will move in another state or go back to Europe or something, you know, because... I mean, I'm a human being and, and we all need the relationships, um, either friend, um, friendships or with uh, partners. So, yeah, I really miss that part. Mm. And um, I feel like that now, <clears throat> again, especially after COVID, everything is on social media, even the date, dating app. It's crazy. I don't, I, I, maybe I'm old school, but I'm not. I prefer to go out and meet people. There's good people like so, that. So, but now is everything in social media is really fast, and um, you you show yourself, you you just show a part of yourself on the social medias, and 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 that's it. And the, the people think they know you because they see mm. your stories. Mm. It's crazy. Mm. I mean. You look on my story every day, but you never text me and you never <laughs> call me and say, hi, how are you? You want to go out or let's just grab a coffee or something? I mean, it's it should be normal. It's, it's not like, and I don't think it's only San Diego. This no, part, that's everywhere. This part is everywhere. I, well, I remember the first time, this was probably like a year ago, when I texted a friend and they didn't respond. Then I went on Instagram and had a message and like responded to them. And they still didn't respond to my text message, but then we were talking on Instagram. On Instagram, like, 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 <laughs> the first time that happened, I was like, "This is super it's, weird," and I think I'm even guilty of that sometimes now. Yeah, it's the same phone. You have the phone <laughs> on your head. <laughs> the text I mean, message just feels nah. like more of a commitment. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's more yeah, energy it's crazy. to text. It's yeah. crazy. But then, for example, last night, because it was Saturday, you know, I'm already spending a lot of nights just by myself at home because of the weather or something. So. Um, I just post something on, on the story about what you guys doing fun tonight, like less message, less hang out. No, nobody reply. Everybody look on the story, but and nobody reply. Nobody wants to hang out with you. Nobody <laughs> wants. Maybe it's me. It's you. No, I'm just. Hey, if you're listening now, please text me. Let's hang out a little. <laughs> Francesca is looking for a date. Her phone number is 619-234. I don't know what her phone number is. Uh, no, seriously. Well, I don't want to be alone every day with my dog on my I mean, Even just go for a walk or something. I mean, I, I every, to... every time they told me, I love your accent. Oh, you're from Italy. Or other friends like, oh, you're Italian. You can do whatever you want. Do this and that. Everybody loves you. And I'm always by myself. How is that possible? I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but I remember learning about this. Like, if I would put an invite out to a bunch of people and just, hey, everybody, let's go do this, most people want to feel special, right? So they don't feel special when it's open invite. But if you call someone, even our group that we have, we have our generator group, right? So if there's a big difference in attendance versus when I just when we just promote it in that group thing. Mm-hmm. But if I individually text and even call people, we get way more people to show up. They just want that a lot of people need a little extra push. You know this from training, right? Yes. People need that extra accountability. Uh, most people want to feel special and so the the openness of it doesn't feel special. Okay, so, so the end of the story is I have to call you're gonna have Everybody to start calling people, list. text them. <laughs> I, you, you have a big list, and nobody's hanging out with you. I don't know, Francesca. At least you have I, your motorcycle I, I now. Don't know either. Yeah, I need a group of <laughs> motorcycles. 
please contact yeah. me. I want to go there. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm super slow though. Aww. Because my bike is a small bike. I bought a new bike, by the way, for everybody that don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just learned to ride a bike here in San Diego two months ago, but it's so slow. It's a 250. I mean, everybody's passing me with the strong bikes. But it's still fun. I would like to ride with someone and go around. See, now she's looking for a date with a motorcycle. Yes, will be the best day <laughs> of my life. <laughs> Just going to meet, he's going to be Italian. Please, You're going to meet an Italian guy. No, 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 <laughs> no. Well, if he's good looking, why not? All right. Well, before move out, because I have these feelings that probably I had to move out for the reason we were talking about before. So mm -hmm. I don't know. Let's see, let's see. Well, change usually brings uh, gifts. We just have to work hard to yeah. find them. What, so tell, talk a little bit more about your, what's going on with the nonprofit. Oh, the nonprofit is great. It's great. Um, I'm working a lot, especially because we open uh, this new location in Liberty Station, where, which I'm running that one. And um, it's, it's still a little bit uh, slow to have uh, people because we are inside the building. It's not really visible. And uh, but it's, it's, it's doing pretty good. Um, we open in, in September um, and we organize a lot of events and I'm trying to organize more event, boxing events. And the last one that we did um, a couple uh, week, uh, weekends ago uh, at the winery was pretty good. I had 20 people over. So I really enjoyed to teach to that class, to that people. And they were almost all women. I think mm. I had two guys. They were all women. And I'm also doing a self-defense class with another jiu-jitsu jiu coach. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, she's great. She's really, really nice. Um, she loves what, what, she do, uh, what she does. And um, um, I really love to work with her. So What's, what's her name? Uh, Sofia Nordeno. Okay, cool. I think you know that. Uh, no, you should know her, no? I don't no. know. Okay. Maybe. That's very cool. She, she's, she's nice. She's really nice. And so I'm doing uh, these self-defense classes in both of locations. The other location is Market Street. And so, yes, we try to bring people over as much as we can. Um, yeah, there. thank you. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, our next boxing event, boxing show, will be in June um, on the rooftop on uh, the high school here in San Diego and then another one around September in Ramona because there is a lot of history in Ramona. Um, this non-profit organization um, is uh, running by uh, Billy Moore, which is the son of Archie Moore, the famous boxers, and they used to work out and have a uh, um, um, training camp in Ramona with Mohammed Ali. So when I start to work for them, I was like, whoa, that's so cool. It's really cool. I mean, move from Italy in, this, uh, in San Diego and work for them was really, really cool. And I super respect them and they respect me. Um, and I love to manage uh, the volunteers and organize events and uh, be with the youth. Sometimes, it's, I'm being honest, it's exhausting to work with the kids and youth. Uh, because they're all over the place, especially with that mind. They don't really commit to come of the classes and they do their own things. But I get it. I mean, they are teenagers. I think so adults still do that too. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's super true. I work so, with adults and sometimes they're all over the place. <laughs> but um, 
but like the CEO, like Billy Moore say, they are our. F there is the future. They are the future. So it's an honor for me to teach them and uh, either uh, boxing or give them that uh, life advice. Advice is so nice. It's great. I I love to collaborate with them and also I'm doing my side job, which is um, a personal trainer. So I'm still doing that. And uh, I love that. I, I recently started to work with uh, an athlete. Hmm. Um, and we're working on rotational movements, so a lot of landmine, weak metals, things, and boxing as well, because she needs to reinforce legs and uh, uh, glutes and the hip movement, the shoulders move, because she is a table tennis player. It's so cool. Table tennis? See, si. Okay. Table tennis, ping wow. pong player. Ping pong. Yeah. Ping pong okay. players, and she, um, she competes for the Canada team, hmm. mm -hmm. but she's from Korea, of course. That's ping cool. pong, yeah. Okay. Now it's pretty cool. It's pretty good. And we work on Liberty Station that gym, so what I really enjoy that. What got you into boxing? Uh, well, as you know, I uh, start with kickboxing mm -hmm. a long, long time ago, and I was on the same team. Um, um, well, in this this gym in Italy, it has a team boxing and kickboxing. And then I tried to do boxing as well, and I love it. And um, and also because I like to learn new skills, and it seems like they're the same, but not the same. Like kickboxing and boxing are really different. Mm -hmm. um, and and that's it, because I like to learn new sports, new skills. And um, and then uh, since I also injured my knee, I was like, just I want to keep going. I want to compete. I want to do something, but I can't kick anymore. Well, anymore. I just need another surgery, probably. Uh, mm. I already had a surgery on my ligament, so, and uh, that's it. So I just start because of that, probably. Yeah, and uh, I also start to teach boxing more and more. So I need, if I want to uh, be able to be a great coach and teach them boxing. I believe, I also believe I had to train boxing and compete and, um, you know, compare and compete with other people to be better. So I can also teach better. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's interesting. I, I like that idea because then it comes from a place of you've actually done it. Mm -hmm. You know, I always go back and forth in that because there have been really great coaches who either weren't great at the sport or, or didn't play a sport or something like that. As you're working with with athletes and kids, like what do you really imagine for the future? For myself? Yeah. Ah, this is a hard question <laughs> because I don't know. I don't know. Um, I like to teach for sure. I like. I, I, I will keep doing that. I think um, because it's really inside me. It's like my personality. I really like to share my knowledge. And sometimes for free, you know, like it's really hard for a trainer and a coach, especially if you work with the youth, to ask money for that. But it's another stuff. <laughs> but yeah, because I, 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 I'm passionate. I really love it. So sometimes it's just going for free. I mean, for free in, in the sense that I'm, I'm just sharing what I learn. Um, and, um, but besides that, I, I, would, I really would like to grow and improve my e-commerce I'm starting to launch my own brand, uh, which is Sport Closet for women, for women and um, 
um, not for me, for women, uh, basically, yeah. Maybe teenagers, girls, yes. Um, and uh, now I'm pushing that a lot. I'm pushing that a lot. I order new, uh, new clothes, new items, and I wanna, uh, you know, print it by myself. And then I contact um, different famous athletes on Instagram that I know. Then they do uh, work, uh, kettlebells workout videos or uh, maze videos. Like I contact um, uh, the gypsy has uh, her name now. I forgot. Um, I don't remember her name. She works for Onit. I hmm. think you you know her, the blonde girl. Well, she's worked for on it, and she's great with the maze, and she's a great uh, personal trainer and coach. So I contacted her and another people in an Instagram world. So when they do the video, I'm, and then I'm sending them my items, and so when they, you know, do the videos, they can just help me promote the brand a little bit, and I want to work with other. Uh, shops here in San Diego, probably here in La Jolla, I was thinking, um, boutiques. And I want to, yeah, I want to think, I like the idea, because I like to travel, so I like the idea to start a company that can be an e-commerce and I can work everywhere. And uh, and because I'm an athlete, because I work in a sport world, I, for, of course, like meeting uh, sports clothes, so it should be hopefully easier to promote and market in my brand. And I made my own brand new brand. Brand new brand. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't believe you didn't bring me a sports bra. A sports bra? Nah. I would have done perfect with it. Maybe a t-shirt. I mean, yeah, I'm just very cool t-shirts. No, the t-shirt, I mean, could be for guys too, but the logo of the brand is very girly. Yeah. So I, have, I don't know, but I'm making like hats, very cool hats. And I have okay. the bottle of waters too. Like everything is sport related. And the bags, there are some backpack pretty, pretty good with different like pockets and stuff. And you can put your equipment even like for boxing or kickboxing for all the gear. Mm. No, it's uh, it's doing good. It's just a slow process, I guess. Especially if I'm, you know, working by myself. Um, I'm trying to save money. I will probably invest money to uh, get a little bit of help for sure. What's yeah. the name of it? Is Francesca Petrolos brand? That sounds pretty. Yeah, pretty it's pretty fancy. easy. <laughs> it sounds pretty, pretty easy, fancy. but it's just Francesca PT because it's. Uh, PT is my last name, like Petrolo, but also as a personal trainer. And mm. so I think it was cool. Just leave it like that. Well, it's kind of cool. I th maybe yeah. it's because your name is Italian. It already sounds <laughs> yeah. like a good yeah. brand design. Yes, it's cool. There is already one um, store, actually. It's called Francesca's. You know that? It's here. Yeah, it's, it's a franchising, though. But, yeah, there is already one with my name. Mm. <laughs> but mine is better. Well, I yeah. can see that. Well, I know that, like in men's clothes, when it comes to fitness, they're, it's constantly changing all the time. The type of material and the size and the fit. Yeah, depending on the sports that you're doing. Yeah, right? I mean, I feel like it's hard to find just gym clothes that I like now. It used to be that there's a lot of stuff I liked, and now it's just like things fit really funky, or they're too thick or too thin, and they're just not. I don't know what is going on, but it's been. <laughs> What are some? I'm sorry, no, it's. I'm nuts. making more and more just for women. <laughs> I, I guess. Well, no. Tell. I mean, tell me a little bit. Like, what? Uh, I mean, are there things that you do differently that you found were like problems with women's brands or anything like that? 
Well, for sure it's different because I'm from Italy, so I'm making some very particular Italian things, uh, which one I, I go really proud is, is um, there is a story behind that. <clears throat> it's called Miss Italia. So, of course, there is a logo and then these, you know, uh, two words, Miss Italia. Um, I was thinking to make something Italiano as well. And, um, and I was looking around. There is a lot of here, uh, T-shirt with the ocean and the waves, San Diego, California, whatever. It's always the same. So I was thinking always, <laughs> you know, to make really something Italian. But um, for now, I have all motivational quotes. Mm. For the people, they want to be better, they want to evolve, they want to uh, be motivated to go to the gym or just help other people to be motivated. Because if you think about it, you go around with this T-shirt and has motivation and quote, um, and the other people see it and read that quote, they were like, oh, that's cool, you know, like, I want to be like that or I want to do this and then do that and... Um, and it's cool. They stop you and they say, "Oh, I like this quote. I like your uh, how how you think, your 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 you know your your thought, your mentality." So I attract a lot, and um, and also because I'm making like different type of materials and style of leggings, um, and then I have uh, these bags, and I think is the the story behind that this making my brand different because mm. I work a lot with this brand. Um, uh, I, ma I made the logo um, and, and the website. Um, I design everything. I Okay, I had to give credit to a friend of mine because I design everything and, um, and the logo and the website, but she technically made it because she's a professional um, um, yeah. computer graphica stuff. She, she works with the... Uh, wow. She made the um, website for a company. So, of course, she made it, but I designed and everything. And, and we work together, actually. And now I know how to uh, work on my own website, make modification if I want. And I understand a little bit of um, how to, you know, <laughs> how the website world works. Um, so no, she, she's great. She's in Rome, so uh, we are in contact um, almost every day, and she helped me if, if I needed uh, with new ideas. Um, um, and, um, and yeah, so I, I work a lot on that, and I have a feeling, even if sometimes I think... I think that's is something that everybody or most of the people uh, is doing now, like especially with Instagram shop, they sell their own t-shirt and their own things. It's very, it's becoming really common, but I'm strong. I'm, I'm, I wanna be, uh, I wanna really have my own store, my own brand be popular and um, try to spread my, my logo with the world, like literally, you can you can really see uh, motivational quotes or you know t-shirt and and close it like that. You guys should just go on the store and and see it because different to the difficult to describe right now, <laughs> like that. What's but one of the quotes? Well, one that I really like is "fuck everything" and "fight for your future." It's a little bit hard, <laughs> but is yeah. I this have mug it. goes perfect for you then. Yeah, <laughs> but you know. Is go straight to the point. 
Or I have another thing, another one to say, determination and bravery doesn't make things easier, but possible, because it's, it's true. I mean, if you determine, determinate with everything, like see on the, on the workout, if you're not committing on the workout, you are not working out every day, or at least three times every week, if you're not uh, taking care of yourself or your diet or uh, uh, and everything, so how you, how you dress up, you you know, you, you can lose a little bit yourself and you, you can um, achieve less and maybe in the long, longest time that if you are focused and determined. Determination is everything. I don't want to, yeah, determination and bravery is, is everything. It doesn't make stuff easier at all. And it's a lot of work, but then it's worth it. You have, you're going to have a good results. I, I wonder all the time, like, what makes people different in a sense that you know there's this thing last week I was working on and one person literally these phone calls were very close and one person was like oh I hate when that happens and blah 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 right and then another person same exact thing we were talking about was like oh I love that it fires teach me something it puts a fire in my belly right like it wants me to go and it's just like you know what what triggers different people in a positive way? It's super interesting. Well, depend depend how you grow up for sure. Depend how your family grew up. Depend of your experience because I get it. If you always had bad experiences, it's hard to try to help. You know, to elevate yourself and to trust yourself. Yeah, I was like, you think so? Oh, posture up. You know, like and and believe in yourself. But if you're always thinking negative, you're pessimist every time, nothing good is coming for you. Like, nothing can come good for you because people can, the energy that we, uh, that we have when we are in a bad mood or in a good mood is completely different. Mm-hmm. And people can feel it. Like, people can really see you in a different way when you're happy and when you're sad or something bad's going on, right? So it's the same thing. It's the, it's the law of the, of the attraction. If I'm always thinking something bad is happening to me, oh, for sure something bad is going to happen, for sure. And then the same thing is the opposite way. So this is why one of the quotes is hard, like, fucking everything and fight we had to fight for our future because nobody is there to help us or nobody is there to do the work for us we have just we just have to do it and and this is come from my experience that's why it's on the t-shirt and i want to share with the world on uh, with my um store because if i if i didn't fight to move over here i had a lot i have troubles in my life to come over here and still now Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm passing through a lot of uh, challenges, but I'm still here and I'm I'm growing and I had a job and uh, I had a job before too when I was in Italy. I just decided to to move and people they say still ask me how can you do that? How can you uh, manage to be in uh, in another country by yourself on the other part of the world? This so far, uh, friends of mine uh, always tell me, so far, why are you going to come closer here? If you need anything, so we can help you, blah, blah, blah. I always did everything by myself. And it's a part of the braveness, that's for sure. But still, because I have uh, dreams, I have goals, so I want to fight for my goals, because... It's me. It's my life. It's not anybody else's life. Seems like a lot of 
A lot of people, right? You, you talked about like how you're raised and everything like that. I mean, some people still make tremendous changes, but some people don't. And some people that grew up in, you know, maybe healthy, healthier families, it's like sometimes they get comfortable and they just go, okay, this is a good spot, right? Mm-hmm. And they don't grow or push themselves anymore. What what keeps you going? Like you have goals. I get bored if ah, I'm on the same spot. <laughs> okay. If I'm on the same spot for so too long, I just started thinking, okay, what's next? You know, like, okay, I learned this. I managed to, um, the challenges of what this job or whatever is giving me. Okay, so what, what, what next? What I should do next? I can't really, I don't know. I can't really be in the same spot all the time doing the same things every day. Like routine for me, the routine part for me is really hard. It's, it's really hard. Um, I think yeah, it's, I think it's like, hard for everybody, and that's why a lot of people don't have discipline. Yeah, but it uh, de- depends you have, you what... Have, you have good discipline. I have though. good... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It depends why it's hard for other people, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe because they're just... Uh, they don't want to do anything. They don't want to do... They don't want to have a routine because they, they don't want to do anything. Like I find that, the for me, the routine actually makes it gives me new opportunity in life because when i'm really dialed in in the morning right when i have like my routine going and then let's say i feel like that's what creates a lot of new opportunities for me or to Mm -hmm. meet new people even though if i'm going to the same places or i'm going to different places or whatever having a set routine at least just in the morning structure so that when i show up and i meet that person that maybe i didn't meet the day before or whatever I'm in a really good spot, right? Because mm-hmm. I've been through my routine. Like, I've done the hard things, so I feel better. Yeah, it's, it's, no, it's good. I don't, I yeah. mean, I'm saying that the routine is good. Actually, I'm, I'm start. I start already to try to have, especially, like, oh. try to write oh. down what I want to do a day and yeah. in the week and then in the months and what I want to achieve in that month, and I had to write it down. Look at you. Yeah. Okay. But it's also hard for me. I mean, I'm trying, <laughs> but sometimes <laughs> there, is, there is always something going on. So mm-hmm. for the person always. that has a really good routine, and he knows that at 8 p.m., 6 p.m., 6 a.m., whatever, has to wake up and then make a coffee and do have a little bit of yoga or whatever. What if something happened and you're not be able to do that? It's freak out. That it's not happened. open. It's not open to change the mind and change mm-hmm. the day and adapt to that day. Th- I don't know what's better. This you happened know? to a lot of people during the pandemic. Right. Yeah. Like that's why you have that. You see that giant exercise bike over there. Right. Yes. They closed down the gyms and I'm trying to run outside and then they don't want you outside. And so it was like, OK, I remember, you know, I didn't, wasn't freaking out or anything, but I was like, I still want certain things. I still want this exercise. I still want that. But you have to figure out how to adapt. Yeah. And anybody who if you've ever traveled. Right. You know, yeah. and you traveled with like just a backpack or something, you really do. I mean, that's more Always. of a vacation sometimes for people so you're more excited but i i can imagine that because you love so much variety and you have a lot of determination and goals it's it probably makes dating a little bit harder too because you have a lot of self-worth and self-value and so to find in today's world whether you're a male or female or i guess there's a lot of other ones too uh 
you know, whatever. So they're not guys that have an open mindset and they, they don't have goals. Well, I think like, a lot of guys are intimidated, right? Because, uh, I mean, But so what many if, if you match with somebody that is exactly the same view? I mean, that doesn't perfect. exist. Oh, you don't think? Okay. Oh, the exact same view. Yeah. No, well, no. not exactly the same. I'm, I'm saying I'm talking about having the same point of view or uh, yeah. doing a lot of things and learn yeah. and, you know, having goals. It seems like now is everything is like flat. Mm. Everybody like doing so, always the same things and mm. and think of just okay, I'm good with that. I, I don't want to risk. I don't want to do something different because I'm in a good spot. I, I don't. Like, I don't know these people. You don't know these people. <laughs> Not in my life. That's I know good. people like you. That's good. That's <laughs> good. You don't know them. It's just a feeling though, because I don't know, because I can't find really anybody. But it's not a dating podcast. This one. Oh, no, we're going back to the dating podcast. Again, her number is 619. Her Instagram handle, no. No, I don't want to talk about this. I'm just saying, yes, probably you're right. Yeah, it's it's hard. If you you just think of like the general population, because I was doing doing math on this at one point. Oh, yeah? I was doing math with a friend, and I was like, okay, there's this this many millions of people in the U.S., right? Then there's this many millions of people who are currently in a relationship or married. Then there's... This many people that are this age group, right? And then there's this many people estimated that want a kid. So I started going through all this stuff, and I looked at, like, how many people were left over, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. You're crazy. That's me. (laughs) It's a very small percentage, right? And so I think we have to keep that in mind uh, in a sense that being patient is good. I do like that. I mean, I'm 37, and it's taken me a few relationships to, <laughs> to like, get to here, right? I yeah. was engaged once, like, all kinds of stuff. But I can I, tell from your wisdoms now. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, I mean, it, but for me, it was almost always the, there was one, maybe one exception, but the deal breaker always ended up being that I have these things I enjoy doing, and the person the people that are with that just at that particular time like there wasn't a maturity maybe or an acceptance of you know that I wanted to keep going like they would get to this certain spot and stop and so I was like all right well I'm gonna keep going you know love mm-hmm. you see you later mm-hmm. have you have you ever read that book The Alchemist uh, no I, they did they made a, a, a movie too I don't or I don't something? know because I, I have, See, I have, I have six, oh. co- one, two, three, four, I have five copies of it. You, oh, you're nice. going to get one when you okay. leave. Okay. Yeah. All okay. Right. <laughs> it's a super good book. I okay. don't want to ruin it, but it really talks about it this okay. in a very strong way. Yeah. Mm. It's one of the most read books. In scientific way, like mathematics way? Or no. Just, oh, okay, it's, okay. Actually, it's actually like a fiction book. Oh, okay. Um, and this, I mean... You could probably find one in Italian if you want to, but that one's okay. in English, so whatever works best for you. No, it's no, no. I'm reading it in English. I prefer, yeah. Right. You're pretty, yeah, you're pretty yeah. skilled. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't want to make any no, assumptions. No, I need, I need to do that. I need to do that. It's uh, it's like one of the most translated books in the world, like after the Bible. So Wow. Super okay. good. Yeah. Okay. Yes. You, you like, will, will. You like. You're required to read it now. I want a full <laughs> book report next week. Okay. But it's... Yeah. Uh, I find in the last couple of years, I've known a lot of people that got divorces, right? That have been married 10, 15, 20 years. And um, how, how old are you? Next week, 36. Next week? Next week. Okay. We're making this a dating podcast the again. Right? We're going to have a birthday. Francesca's <laughs> dating birthday. We're going to have a bunch of single guys up on stage and you're going to vote and everybody's going to... 
But uh, I... Yeah, I look like 20, okay? You do I'm look like 20. <laughs> totally agree. Yeah. It's, I, I also think in our age range, right, that it's changed a lot because if you go back a couple hundred years or whatever, you know, people didn't live as long. Uh, they weren't as healthy as long. There, there was a lot more church and structure and kind of push, especially in other cultures, um, to get married and have kids, mm-hmm. you know, super young. And that's changed so much that uh, I think now in your early, mid-30s and even late-30s, people are just getting to a point where they are, they've kind of figured themselves out a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think it's, a, it's actually, you know, some different ways to look at it. Like I was pretty frustrated with dating for a little bit too. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, like uh, a lot of people have relationship trauma or life trauma. We all, we all have some version of it, but how are you going to deal with it? So I'm hopeful for you is what I'm saying because <laughs> I do know there are hungry people out there that are determined and very open-minded and will respect, you know, the what you want to work on and do in your life and you'll you'll click. It'll click. Might come at the least expected time. I right? have faith. I have faith. We're going to the church every Sunday. <laughs> yeah, okay, the church of dating or which no, an actual no. church. Okay. An actual church. Oh, no, that works yeah, too. Catholic that's, church. Yeah, that's usually maybe. a good place. Oh, Catholic church? Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. I've been to this morning with a couple of friends in uh, Little Italy. Oh. Yeah. That's usually a good yeah. place for dating. Good <laughs> <The> church? <laughs> yeah. No. No, it's not. not. Really. No. Not really. Okay. No, no. They're old old people, right? Like Aww. some point of your life you want to go to the church because you feel guilty or something. I don't know, but right? So yeah. yeah I'm, the... I'm joking, I'm joking. But yeah, no, I go to the church every Sunday. I grew up like that. Like my my parents they go to the church. We are Catholic. Of, of course I'm from Rome, right? And uh my brother is almost there to be a priest. Wow. Yeah. He's on a seminar. He's uh, in San Giovanni. is a big cathedral in, in Rome. So, yeah. It's still hard for me like to think about my brother because we did a lot together. Mm. <laughs> you know, we did a lot together with friends and stuff. So now he's uh, really determined and focused on that. He's, he's, I mean, I'm happy for him, but it's still weird for me. It's, it's kind of weird, yeah, to hmm. have a, a priest brother. It's uh, kind of it is. weird. It's, it's, uh, it's still the same, though. I mean, we, can, we can talk to everything, but it's, it's the same but different. Family can be a lot of things. Up, yeah. down, left, right, many changes <laughs> many over our changes, lifetime. And that's, changes. you know, it's... Uh, get to accept them. That's a good part. Yeah. Catholic Church is really. I have a lot of friends that are Catholic, and I I do love the like discipline and virtues that it teaches. Mm-hmm. Pretty mm-hmm. solid stuff. Well, m- more or less, or the religion are really, you know, um, with a lot of disciplines. Then then yeah. it's up to you if you want to respect everything or not. I mean, you know, there are people that are really devoted. And people that are still living them life, but have faith and they pray. Is uh, there are different type of views and style, but 
I think they follow the instruction of the Bible every day, all the time. It's pretty hard. I mean, we're human. So this is why we need to go to the church and try to figure it out with the priest the, the meaning of the Bible and what you can do better and praise like a meditation that's like people do almost every every time they meditate they go to the yoga classes is a kind of prayers so it's the same thing absolutely affirmations prayers meditations yeah. thoughts hope have faith in something like bigger and energy the universe whatever you want to call that but we need that part in our life it's difficult that you really like don't thinking about there is something bigger than us in the world because it's impossible. This is super true. Do, are you practicing? Isn't it Lent right now? Yes. Yes, it are is. It's, this is the third week. So the next one is the last one before. And then it's um, Easter. How, and how does that work? There's like fasting involved. Are you doing all the... Um, it's not really like a fasting. You decide what you want to avoid to eat or to do. Like hmm. drink alcohol, for example. Or to say bad words if you're a guy like person that always use bad words or like be more passionate maybe with the poor people or yeah don't eat chocolate it's a stupid things but it's something yeah like even like stupid things like a cho avoid chocolate right but the meaning behind that is that you want to try to really be focused on avoid the things that make you not a good person like make you mm. a, a bad person because maybe you are addicted to chocolate so something that forcing you to be better and to change. Uh, it's not like a punishment. Yeah. But it's like a practice. Yes. Yeah, like, yeah. Like a, 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 a way of respect. If you really, you mm. know, think of Jesus and what he did for us. And, you know, if you really believe on what the Bible said. So he did. He, he, that guy 40, was 40 days of fasting, but you know, yeah. One of my, one of my sisters, uh, she has autism mm -hmm. and she's like the sweetest, nicest, like she's an angel. And I don't know, I was reading, I was reading a lot about, uh, just the Catholic church and the history, just history stuff in general. I love that stuff. And, uh, she, <laughs> she lives in Utah and I was just, I was kind of, she's, again, so sweet. And she's very, very faithful to Jesus. Like, that is her, she, he's, he's a big deal to her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I just asked her if there's a possibility that Jesus was brown. Because <laughs> she, everything she's grown up on is like, white Jesus, right? White uh -huh. Jesus, white uh -huh. Jesus, white Jesus. And she was like, No. <laughs> <laughs> not at all <laughs> not a, not even close right but it's it's such a sweet innocent way yeah, so yeah. i i sent her a picture you know you google like brown jesus <laughs> and i sent her a picture and i'm like do you think you could have looked like this and she's like no way <laughs> and then she sent me like all these mormon photos of jesus yeah he's back, a beautiful right? guy yeah. blue eyes long brown hair <laughs> it's like muscles everywhere uh-huh <laughs> looks like hercules basically yeah. or, or thor yeah yes. um but I, that was fun. I've been, I was for like probably like a month. And then I kept asking her, I'm like, well, but all the, I was like, where's Jesus from? You know? And she's like, oh, like Nazareth. And Nazareth so, we're, yeah. so we're talking about that. And then I'm like, well, if all the people there are brown, uh-huh, wouldn't, you know, how did he get white? And it was just, I didn't hear back from her for like a day, but you could almost like feel her thinking through the message. <laughs> and then like a day later, she's like, yeah, I don't, I don't really know, but he's definitely like this. And it was pretty funny. So but, cute. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's, 
I mean, it goes back to the stories and history and kind of different things. What's interesting, as you mentioned that, though, you know, we talk about uh, basically depictions of Jesus is I've been reading a ton of mythology and there's this really crazy book called Fingerprints of the Gods. Have you ever heard of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, I'm, I'm digging into, since uh, Peru came up earlier in oh, conversation, yes. like, there's Peruvian myths, and there's this guy named Veracheco, Veracocha, Veracocha. Mm-hmm. And what's super interesting is there's all these different stories that are very similar where a guy uh, who had blonde hair, blue eyes, a little bit older, like gray, white hair, basically kind of Moses looking almost in the sense of, of what we just like think of like white Moses, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Went around and helped all these cultures like have laws, how to grow things, how to be nicer to each other. It almost sounds like the 10 commandments, but he went around and there's, there's stories in Africa, in South America, um, I mean, all these different places, and it's really kind of wild that they all describe this, like... If you look, people believe it, like, they, they were following him. Well, they, they just said, like, one day he would show up. Job. Like, there was yeah. all this, like, chaos, right? So, like, some things that we know yes. are that meteors hit the planet before, right? Or super volcanoes. Like, there's these, been these big events. Mm. And so some of the uh, historians or archaeologists, like, they're trying to piece this together, and some of the beliefs are that there were groups of people that were pretty advanced, like people that built the pyramids, for example, because that science on those are just crazy. But something big like a giant earthquake or a meteor like wiped all these people out. Mm-hmm. And so then think about now, like if we got hit by something and we didn't know how to fix the technology, right? Because the people that knew how to run that aren't, you know, they got wiped out. And so we have people here, we have people there, and we're all trying to rebuild. Now imagine some guy that, like, just goes around with this group of people, like, teaching everyone how to be civilized mm-hmm. again. So, and if we all spoke different languages, like, you you know, we're here speaking English and some other people. So it seems super fast. I'm getting the chills, like, telling you about it. But it seems pretty cool. I've been having fun reading that stuff. But it is... It is it's funny because they all describe him as like this white guy with blue eyes. And it's cool, though. When I'm going to Peru, I will let you know. Viracocha. <laughs> Tell me about some Viracocha. Yeah. I want to know. We'll ask around. There are some German people hiding out there, I think, and in Argentina, too. Oh, yeah? You okay. know about all that stuff? So after World War know. after World War II, with mm-hmm. all the Nazi stuff, mm-hmm. um, a bunch of the scientists came to the U.S. and Argentina. Like, they were... Uh, helped out of the country and put in a bunch of different places. So I think it's Argentina where there's this like whole town where literally everybody's just like blonde hair, blue eyed Germans really? and, they sp- and they speak German oh, wow. and you're just like, okay. what the heck? Yeah. So more, more secret stuff. <laughs> History of the world. Not even that long the ago. The world is amazing. It's very cool. That's why I like to travel. Yeah. Well, learning from others. Yeah. What else do you got? Well, is uh, is an hour that we're talking? <laughs> but it's, it's totally up to you. All the time in the world for me, yeah. Um, I don't know. Shoot me a question. Millions of questions. <laughs> um, I mean, we could just wrap right here if you want. Yeah, you good? No, it's, a, it's good, <laughs> right? Like kids, you know, when t- 
they have attention for um, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Yeah. With, with our adults, at least one hour. <laughs> I think. I but think we talk would. about a bunch of different things, so it's, Absolutely. There's it's no okay like that. And then we can just um, do another episode next time. You got it. Anything, yeah. Any last words? Call me on the f- 858. <laughs> <laughs> What's your What's your Bumble account? <laughs> well, now I changed the account because the last time I gave another name on Instagram and I opened a TikTok page because I'm a lot. Oh my god, I hate social media, but I feel like we had to do it, so it's okay. So I'm working on the TikTok page as well for well, I'm doing like um, vid- different type of videos, like focus on riding the bike and do. Uh, share what I'm I'm doing in new places and crazy things, um, but yeah, um, my Instagram is Miss Italia Miss underscore Italia underscore thirty one thirty one doesn't make any sense my age is thirty six but it's just like that I don't know and um yeah of course miss italia oh and then i forgot before to tell the story why is miss italia and why is it on my oh, closet yeah. yeah just real quick um, two years ago, before COVID, maybe a little bit more, I, I, I used to do uh, still Muay Thai and kick. Actually, I started to do Muay Thai over, over here in, uh, in San Diego. And I compete. That was my second uh, fight. And I compete in Vijayas uh, uh, Casino, actually. It was a really a huge, big event. It was super fun. They treat us super well. And because of that, they asked me, what's your nickname? So we can call you <laughs> the nickname. And I never had the nickname. I mean, in Italy, in Italy when I used to, com- to compete in kickbox, they don't ask you a nickname. They just call you with your name. It's, you know, American things. Um, <laughs> and so they asked me this nickname. I was like, oh, my God, I don't know. I don't have it. And they keep asking me. And I was like, all right, okay. I will give you a nickname. Call me Miss Italia. And they actually did. And I was, you know, with a bunch of people around and watching me and, you know, go out uh, uh, in this room um, with, the, with the music in the background and go up on the ring. And they called me Miss Italia from Italy. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, my gosh. It was so embarrassing. Like, <laughs> I was red, like the corner. Red. Oh. Well, it looks like it stuck, though, and it turned into a pretty cool thing. <laughs> yes. Thank you for listening. That was uh, my uh, crazy story. That's awesome. Right. And I just did decide to use it. And, wow. uh, you know, yeah. Thanks for coming by. Thank you. It's been fun. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>